Welcome back. This is episode 10 of We Are Everywhere podcast. The We Are Everywhere podcast. I don't know why I struggle with the name so much. You'd think I would know the own name of my podcast, but episode 10. And uh, this guest is another person of the Oklahoma flavor. And we were talking a little bit before uh, we started rolling here. Um, we, we've we ran in the same circles. We've been seen each other at a few shows here and there. But we really don't know each other's stories per se. Uh, so this should be a fun one. It's a mix of both worlds. Someone I know but also don't know. Episode 10, Mr. Garrett Pugsley. What's up, man? Clay, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, and so your all of your close friends, I can tell by your your name there, Pugs or Pugsley. Like, what do you go by? Yeah, uh, everybody calls me Pugs. Pugs. Yeah, dude. Well, and Pugsley's fine. Just whatever. Cool. And what a dope nickname. Just like off, like you hit the <laughs> jackpot on just like coming off of like getting a dope ass nickname off of just your last name, dude. Yeah, I know. It's it always kind of worked out, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, like I said, another Oklahoma guy of seeing each other. I think the first time that I met you, like actually met you, was at the fish show in St. Louis. Yeah. You okay, I went. Wonder, I was trying to think of when I met you. I couldn't remember. I think that's when because I went with um, a couple of people from my crew. You were there with Leonard, and mm -hmm. and Knox was Knox there. No, Knox wasn't there. I was with Leonard and Matt Blake. Okay, see, I don't know, see, I don't know him. Yeah. So I I believe, from my memory at least, which is really bad at best, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe that's where we first met. And then I'm sure we've seen each other at Dick's a couple of times and a few other shows here and there around Oklahoma City. So um, what's your what's your story, man? Like, um, you grew up with Leonard, is that correct? Yeah, so... I mean, God, I think I met Leonard in probably like sixth grade or something like that. Okay. Anyway, so just kind school of, friends. Yeah, school friends. Known him forever, you know. Born and raised in OKC, so know all of those guys and running those, those crews. Yeah, man. So when – so I going back to Leonard's episode where, you know, he was talking about how he got into fish mm -hmm. and, you know, like the path and everything with that. So – with you, do you have a similar story or what does your path look like? Like, what was that first moment that you heard fish and that you were like, okay, this is something interesting. This is something new. And like, yeah. what got you hooked, man? Okay. So this kind of, I'll kind of go into it to start out. My sister liked fish and her friends did. And she's and we were your older sister. Yeah. My older sister. Okay. She's four years older. Okay. So, um, so we were living in the woodlands texas at the time okay and i was this is 1998 so i was 14 years old and she had a bunch of friends come to the woodlands to go see fish and they had an extra ticket i didn't know who fish was and i was going to metallica the next day oh so I, was like, nah. I was like no nah, i don't want to go so i didn't go to the show oh could have seen fish in 98 and I didn't. <laughs> uh, anyway so you know, they come back and they're like, oh, my God, you know, you should have come with us. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I'm going to listen to it. 
she gives me Billy Breeds and plays Talk and Billy Breeds. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, you know, I just went to hey, you're talking like, like you're talking like the studio cut. Yeah, the studio. Okay, gotcha. And that, and that's what my sister told me to listen to after I'd missed the fish show. And I'm like, I didn't want to go see that. Like, what are what are these slow love songs? You know, I don't want to hear Master of Puppets. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? but <laughs> but anyway, but I was like, okay, so I kind of like kept listening to the album. Then you know, you hear free and character zero and stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, this is all right. So then the more I'd kind of listen to it and she had hoist too. And I started listening to hoist and the more I'd listen to it, the more I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. And then, um, you know, at the end of hoist when it does, um, it's a demand, but then at the end, it does that split open a melt jam. I'd have to listen to the actual yeah. And yeah, studio, no, studio. Anyway. So I heard that and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. So then, you know, we're in high school and a friend of mine was like, yeah, man, fish is pretty good. I'll get you a fish CD. I was like, all right. So I drove him home from school, and he was going to get me one. What he didn't tell me is he went to a Blockbuster Music. Do you remember when they had those? Oh, yeah. And they, and he and he just stole a live one, just jacked it from there. And gave, and <laughs> just gave it to stole me. it? It was, like, here, it was like, here you go. So he, he took that in the So Many Roads, Grateful Dead box set. So I was like, oh, that's dope. Okay, cool. But anyway, it, but it was the stash on a live one where I was, for, I was like, okay. I was like, this is it for me. This is what I like. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, so it kind of went from there. Dude, yeah, and it's so it's so interesting to hear this because one of the questions that I typically ask on this podcast is, you know, if you were going to show fish to someone that has never heard of them, you know, what would be your go-to? And everybody's answer is like, well, I need to know the person. You know, I need to know, like, what they're into. And just knowing that, like you were saying, you were going to see Metallica the next day before your sister and then went knowing that like you're into that. It's so funny. Well, it's not funny. It's like really cool that stash is obviously like what got you to where you're like, it's yeah. weird enough, but it's like kind of rock and roll, but like with some weird elements mixed in and like, it, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. You know, like I'm a guitar player. So just that whole like intro riff and all that stuff and you know the, the whole compose section in the beginning i was just like oh man it's like this is amazing dude yeah I'm a, <laughs> I'm a i'm a guitar player well i used to be a guitar player i've got three of them hanging on my wall right now um and stash has always been one of my it's same thing you know it piqued my interest i'm like oh what is yeah. what's going on here so have you ever t attempted to learn stash on the guitar or do you know it yeah i can i can play it um uh, it doesn't sound like when Trey plays it. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but I mean, I, I can get through. I mean, I can get through like the intro and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, that's the that's the furthest I ever got. You know, like the but <laughs> yeah. same. I get through the intro and then I'm like, oh, then it's this is like, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just turn on the backing track and like jam to it. Exactly. <laughs> um. So, I'm curious. You said that you, um, in '98, like whenever your sister went to you know the show and yeah. you declined because you were prepping for metallica um that was obviously gonna <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was gonna be you know uh, a 1.0 show so when and where did you finally you know after you know you get this billy breeze out of the way and you hoist and you get your stash off a live one and you're like hooked on it when and where was your first show I'd like to say, by the way, I, I love Billy Breeds now. It's like one of my favorite albums. But, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. But uh, no, so so my first show was uh, New Year's Eve 2002. 
Madison Square Garden. Dope. Yeah, uh, and like I said, Le- Leonard came through. You know, some somehow he got us tickets and got us. He told you kind of on his deal. We got those backstage passes and stuff. Yeah. Which, if you don't mind, I brought a show and tell because he was talking about it. I just wanted to show you what it looks like. Dude, absolutely. That's that's the actual backstage pass. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So see, it's got like John Travolta on it. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> gonna say, is that Mike? Who is that? Yeah, it's John Travolta, and it's called the Barbarino Pass. It's from that Welcome Back Cotter show. Weird. Like I'm not familiar days. with that show. No, I think it's before our time. <laughs> So is that is that book that you have there? Is that just full of all of your ticket stubs and fish memorabilia? Yeah, the, yeah, they're my stubs and yeah, just random stuff. And it's but it's all fish related or like music uh, related. No, no, it's not all fish. It's just everything, like every show I've been to. That's dope. I go man. to a, I go to a lot of shows. Like I went to I went to Marcus King a couple of days ago. It was amazing, dude. And he, Marcus King, there's some, and I'll call him up-and-comers and i'll throw like billy strings in that category too yeah. just because they're younger you know but like like marcus king billy strings like there is people you know get get jaded about music and they're like oh this is the best era of music and this yeah, and that there's some good with, ones now man like, there's some good ones coming in and just by looking at marcus king like you wouldn't he, he sounds whenever he sings and plays he sounds like a 75 year old black man but he's just yeah, got no, so he much soul, soul. Like, and, and, dude. Yeah, he's yeah, he he's was great. Ripper. Like, I definitely recommend seeing him. Yeah, and uh, there's also there's uh, a couple of clips um, floating around the internet from like where him and Billy Strings like played together, and you oh, wouldn't yeah. think. I well, I mean, yeah, I guess you would think like because he's a blues guy, and then Billy Strings is obviously bluegrass, but they yeah. mix so yeah. well together, they could start a band of their own. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right I'd go see it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, one of the yeah. things that after after talking with um, a little birdie that flew okay. on my window, looked a little bit like the bird that's on your shirt there. Um, they told me that um, you are what is considered a fish purist. <laughs> I just so heard there's... that term the other day. <laughs> so so with that in mind uh, i kind of want to go down that road a little bit because okay. you have you have people i mean with all of you know the shows that you go to you see people that are there just to party uh you see people there that it's their first show and they don't know who the band is and they're just yeah. tagging along with their friends you see diehard vets who walk out at set break because they're not doing this um in your opinion in like with how you are presented in this like what in your mind is a fish purist well i don't know so i think the reason i was described that way oh let me see i'll, I'll give you a story to kind of make an yeah. example so i was living with a guy and he won um, the fish lottery for Hampton 09. Oh, he, nice. he didn't know we won. And when the mailman like came to deliver him, I answered the door. So I'm holding these tickets in my hand and I'm like, I call him and I'm like, dude, you got, you got fish tickets. You have Hampton tickets. Like I'm holding them in my hand. He's like, no. I was like, yeah, you did. So anyway, 
like he couldn't go. He didn't even realize he got them and wanted to sell them on eBay for, you know, however much overface. <laughs> I out of, I out of principle think that's wrong. Like he you got these fish tickets, your friends are dying to go, sell them to your friends for what you paid for, you know. Yeah. Like I I think the secondary market I just I hate it, you know. And so I ended up somehow I talked to Leonard and got Leonard at least one of the nights, if not two for a decent price. And then some other guy had bought them on eBay. And then my buddy had me help him mail them. So I had to mail the tickets too. And keep in mind, I wanted to go. I just couldn't pay what he was asking anyway. And so I ended up writing the guy a letter saying, I'm sorry, my friend overcharged you for these. I feel terrible about it. And I mailed him the ticket. So like, there's that. And like, I hate, the, the poster market, like, you know, I have my fish posters and stuff like yeah. 50 bucks at a show and somebody wants to charge me $400 for it. Like, give me a break. Dude, you there know? is some so, huge upsell on all of that. Yeah. And it's, it's stuff like that. Like, you know, like the people who are like on Twitter and like try to make a big deal that they go to fish all the time, want to be like <laughs> famous and like, it, it drives me crazy. I can't stand it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Dude, fish Twitter in it, where... <laughs> Yeah, fish Twitter in itself, man, is one of those to where you know, because I I consider myself to have, you know, as I'm sure that every fan does, you know, a decent, you know, amount of knowledge and, you know, just how I feel and care about the band. Like it's yeah. like without being dramatic, it's it's kind of my life, you know. <laughs> like a lot of people yeah, it is yeah exactly like. and then i see you know fish twitter which is probably why i've shit on fish twitter uh on a handful of these episodes which is probably <laughs> why nothing ever gets retweeted <laughs> from the podcast <laughs> but it's just so like i'm like who are these people it's so self-righteous and they're like yeah and they all seem like super young too i'm like who are yeah, you i even? don't know except my my Twitters and Facebook and Instagram, they're all deactivated. And apparently you can't just delete them. You have to go through like a process. Dude, it's, so anyway, it's hard. So I'm, so I'm waiting for Facebook to let me delete it. <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I haven't kept it in years. So you still currently have one. It's just but I think purgatory. I think Facebook not, purgatory. Not 100%. <laughs> That's why like, you know, you've got your like, you know, at it's Clay Bird and mine just says my name. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, being like so outside of this podcast, um, what I do for work is I work in the radio industry. So mm -hmm. with that being, you know, said, I'm constantly having to post and you know see what's trending. It's just like part of the gig. Like and yeah. if I didn't work in the industry that I do, I would probably be doing the same thing that you are because it's just so it's, it's exhausting much, like, it is you know like you get on those fish pages and every show sucks and it's like, <laughs> no, it doesn't <laughs> yeah dude it's no matter what there's gonna be someone's gonna find something to bitch about and exactly. I, I mean and i'll say like firsthand i've been that person before you know oh, it's like when I was the, younger, the, I was for sure. yeah the, the show comes out you know or you're streaming the show or keeping up with the set list and you're like damn or on the flip side you're like dude, this looks dope on paper. And then you listen to it and you're like, what the fuck was that? So I've been guilty of that myself. Um, but one thing that you said 
um, resonated with me whenever you first started talking about the like being a purist. Um, and we we both relate on this. Um, I'm in a group chat with uh, a couple of our mutual friends, and I won't out them right here, but talking about the um, reselling value of tickets and stuff, a conversation started happening this week about reselling and, uh, you know, getting tickets and things like that. And I was actually surprised. I, I It was one of those where I was like the Homer Simpson meme. I just kind of like faded. I didn't say anything. Um, but basically everyone in the group chat was like, um, well, one, they were like, I would hook my friends up, you know, at face value. But they were like, dude, I would also scalp the tickets for as much as I could get them because why not? And like half of me was like, damn. Like, I mean, I really? Get, like, I get both sides of it. I, I know. Because money, money's money, but I go for, I want to just want to see the fish show, you know? Like, yeah. It's a whole transcended experience for me. So, like, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And if you're getting it, if you're getting the ticket to someone that's, you know, wanting to go for the show and not, you know, these XYZ reasons, then yeah, like hook them up for face. But I don't know, man. It was just one of those to where hearing you talk about it, like being like the purest of it, of like, you know, mm -hmm. face or nothing. Like, I hate scalpers. I'm with you. And just like seeing that conversation take place, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I see. <laughs> kind of see. Yeah, but I, I also, <laughs> yeah, I also understand the other side. Like, if you hit face and, or if like if you hit lotto or whatever and you can't go and the tickets are going yeah. for, let's just say, 200 bucks a pop it's a super like yeah, whatever I mean, show i mean i get it you're strapped for cash and, yeah like, yeah but it's it's not just that like i do understand there are times you know but just in general i just like i wouldn't do that i've also never sold my fish tickets you know so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So i've been grateful to never have to do fish, that i'm gonna go <laughs> but, yeah exactly dude and i know that whenever <laughs> whenever this episode comes out, the second that that person gets to this <laughs> part in the podcast, <laughs> they're going to text both of us, probably in a group text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh, man. Yeah. So mo moving out of the, the purest fish talk, we have, we have some similarities with that for sure. Um, yeah. I know, it, and you've also been described to me as like a fish OG um, which I always, or like, I used to get, I used to get really nervous or I guess nervous isn't the right word. I would get like prideful whenever I was younger and like getting into fish because it seemed like at that time, you know, like you have, it's almost like the boy Scouts. Like you have like these badges, like whether yeah, it's show count sure. or whether how many jams you have memorized or, you know, what your favorite era of fish is. So sure having you been described as like a fish OG, I'm kind of curious to see like what your answer will be on this. And it's a hard question. It's almost an okay. impossible question. Um, but if you had to pick a favorite jam of all time, it's the desert Island question. You can take one copy of one jam that you can, that's the only thing that's you get to listen to. One. Yeah. And that's so hard. Um, uh Okay, I'm going to go a little off the radar. Okay, let's um, do okay. it. So, 
It's eleven seventeen ninety seven. Um, that's the McNichols Denver show with the ghost. Yep. The tweezer opener. The tweezer is op- like the epitome of cow funk ninety seven ball fish. It's so good. And it's kind of if you listen to like the great went uh tweezer, they're kind of the same, but it's like I don't know, there's like this little stop start part at the end, and then like I don't know, it's real funky and I like kind of what Mike's doing and Trace like real patient on the wall, you know, just kind of doing his little groove. Yeah. That's probably my favorite fish jam. It's not even that long. It's like 18 minutes long, you know. Yeah. It's just so good. And there's there's another one too. It's a 46 days. It's only, this one's only like 12 minutes long. It's from Dick's 2018. Okay. There's just like this little like three or four minute period that is like almost everything I love about fish just like thrown into this little part. Okay. I, yeah. so I, I went, I've been to every Dick's run except for whenever I moved, um, out of Oklahoma. I left Oklahoma for a while mm-hmm. or I, not a while. I'm still not in Oklahoma, <laughs> but when I left Oklahoma <laughs> and moved to the West coast, I was obviously like strapped for cash and, you know, Dick's being where it's located. It's like it's basically like a hometown show in Oklahoma. Yeah. So I think that I missed the that's one of the runs that i missed because i wasn't there at the time so i'm not super familiar with it that's the 2018 dicks run all three nights are really good it's one of my favorite ones damn but anyway but yeah it's like, like i said it's this 46 days it's like 12 minutes long and i think they open the second set a saturday night with it gotcha it's awesome and there's uh i'm trying to think there's a mike song from the gorge 98 and they go into like it's about as like metal as I've ever heard fish do. And okay. Have, obviously, I was talking about Metallica earlier. I always have like this kind of secret that I like love heavy metal. Dude, so do I. Which I went and saw Tool the other day too. Really? Yeah. In Oklahoma like, City or Tulsa? Uh, it was in Tulsa. Yeah, it was like a week oh. ago. Damn, but, uh, dude. But anyway, this mic, that mic's is really good too. It's kind of, it, it's another one. It kind of goes out there and then it's kind of a little heavier and i'm gonna make a note of that you said mike's from gorge 98 yeah i can't think of the i can't remember which night it is i think it's the first night i'll find it dude because i'm with you i like the the heavy stuff um i'm i listen to all kinds of metal and and like with metal like there's so many sub genres that Mm -hmm. i'm not familiar with i just know whenever Mm -hmm. i'll turn on spotify or pandora or whatever and just like click on a band and then like let that radio play or whatever. Yeah. And then whenever I find one, I'm like, oh shit, okay, this is dope. And I'll listen to it. Um, but dude, the heavy stuff, like I'm I'm into yeah. it. Oh, and that reminds me, not to go on too much of a tangent. Um, but are you familiar with um there's an app, and I could be like late to the party on this. Uh there's an app called Fish Just Jams. Do you know about uh-huh. this? Nope. So it's someone and i wish that i had looked and i could give them you know proper credit but what they've done is they've taken basically every jam that fish has done and cut off you know the song parts so it's just the jam part it's just the jam and they have it so categorized like you can pick it by year by venue uh you can even pick it by style they have like um 
like you can click on bliss you can click on machine gun tray you can click on hose jams and then you can also filter it by year check that out for sure dude yeah and there's also a category called evil which is what made me think of this oh that dude if you want an evil uh 12 30 12 karini is, oh it's, yeah that's like the dark that's like the darkest fishing i've ever heard yeah so good. <laughs> dude i love it when they go dark dude and oh, like you've too. seen like those uh like with the whole playoff of the make america great again they there's stickers that say like make yeah, fish evil again, fish again. <laughs> <laughs> dude i love those i love those man but dude yeah check out that um the app fish just jams um because it just literally cuts off everything and you just get like the good stuff i'll check that out i'd like that yeah um so we kind of already touched on this uh earlier mm -hmm. about you know playing a song or a show or you know uh an album for someone that has never heard fish um one, have you had to do this before? I'm sure that you have. And oh, two, yeah, what is your go-to to try and convert someone to uh, love the band? Harry Hood, every time. Dude. Every single time, because I feel like if if you listen to a Harry Hood, it's got your composition part. It's got your bliss jams. Sometimes it'll go type two. It's got your, you know, like kind of triumphant ending. It's got everything, right? It takes you on the whole thing. So if you don't like Harry Hood, you won't like it's kind of how I feel. And it, <laughs> that's that's the most concise and perfect answer that I've got. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks. I mean, it's, I mean, think about it. You know, I've, I played I played fish for a lot of people who are like, "Well, why are you obsessed with this?" You know, and after so many years, I finally was like, "I was like, Hood." Yeah. One. Is there is there any specific version that you go to with Hood? Uh, yeah, twelve thirty one ninety three. 123193 I think it's Boston Garden. Yeah. 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 I got schooled on that in on like episode 3 cuz that was someone's <laughs> first show, I think. Um I don't show. know if I'm familiar with no type 2 or anything. It's just it's it's got like the real, you know, kind of bliss hood and it's just hard. perfect. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Um on the flip side of that, what would okay. be <laughs> what would be a <laughs> fish song that you're okay with never hearing again never hearing again uh okay <laughs> so as far as like on an album the song friends i think is the worst fish song it's terrible but they never, i don't even know if they i'm never they, they've only played it twice ever in 26 it's the first song on big boat oh anyway, it's, <laughs> okay it's, that's uh, probably why i'm not familiar good. with it <laughs> yeah but Anyway, but they'll never play that. As far as like songs they play, I can't stand backwards down the number line, and I can't stand more. Like I've had <laughs> enough. Of a big more kick, you know. Like, but between those two songs, I feel like they're both kind of the same. You know, yeah. it's like super cheesy, and then it's like Trey will kind of do his little guitar part and whatever. I don't know. Like I was, I was tired of number line in like 2009 <laughs> and they keep going with it. So yeah, this is like, I remember the, I think it was the first dicks they, they encored with number line after three days. And I'm sitting here going, you didn't play Reba. You didn't play Yim. You didn't play like Fluffhead and all this stuff, but by God, we can 
encore of number line, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this is the part, like what we were talking about earlier, this is the part where I can get on board with like the quote-unquote like shitting on the band. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's where it's like, where it's like, come on, man. It's not just a yeah. three-night run. It's a three-night run at Dick's. And like you have all of these monsters left like on the table that you're going to hit us with yeah. a backwards down the number line. <laughs> I'm with you. But well, I think like that's... I, said, I, I used to hate, but now it's like, whatever. I love the band so much. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I, can deal with, I can deal with seven minutes a number line and on to the next one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that kind of like touches back to like with what we were saying about the type of music that we like outside of Fish, you know? You mentioned Metallica, yeah. and like metal and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, of course, I, I to like jazz a lot. What what kind of jazz do you like? Uh, Wes Montgomery is my favorite. He's a guitar player. Oh yeah, I'm super familiar. Yeah, okay, yeah. Wes I, I, listen to, I listen to Wes a lot, and I listen to Miles Davis, and I like Pat Metheny a lot. Yeah, dude, those are all good. Um, yeah. Have you heard? This is more like uh, th those are all really like classics, um, but this is more of a contemporary jazz um but it's still super weird um sex mob are you familiar oh, with no. them no. dude sex mob yeah they are very like i heard them like and it was like one of those instant things where i was like this is fucking unique and i love it, it it's it kind of reminds me not in a music sense um but it kind of reminds me of frank zappa like in the okay. sense of like where the first time I heard Zappa, it was so weird mm -hmm. and I didn't know anything about yeah, it. But I, don't I was, get what I was the going on. And... I don't understand this, but I fucking love it. Yeah. So yeah, okay. check out Sex, Sex Mom. Mom. Yeah. They're, right. I might they're make you text me that later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like I can remember Sex Mom though. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of a cool day. And they've got like cool artwork too. And it's like the okay. whole package they've they've got to be heads for sure um going off of this i i usually do this um it would just like an overall basis of what band member do you think you would get along best with but i want to add some layers to it after we answer this so out of all the members of fish who would you like to hang out with the most okay well i would hang out with trace trace like god to me you know but <laughs> yeah. if i got to like hang out with somebody i think me and fishman would have a good time yeah like i, I feel i feel like me and fishman could go to the bar and you know tear that place down <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude dude and it's so funny because i mean we're 10 episodes into this podcast and it seems like every single answer is like fishman Fishman for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? He's the, yeah, so that's why I wanted well, to add some layers to it. I mean, like we all love Paige, but you know. <laughs> like well, with that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, Paige. Uh, okay, so to like expound on that a little bit with keeping kind of the same question, but out of all of the members, who would you Ooh. rather go to dinner with? Page, I don't know. Page, uh, okay. Not, no, I really probably Trey. Trey, I just, yeah, it's like I just have so many questions. So I'd ask Trey, you know, and I'm a guitar player and kind of like you know fascinated by his gear and all that stuff and just so nerd out on the guitar tech. <laughs> exactly. Stuff. Okay, what about a ball game? Who are you gonna go to a ball oh. game with? 
Okay, I'd go to a ball game with Paige. Paige? Like, like I've, I've seen like pictures of him at the Jets games and stuff, and so. Yeah. Although I guess Trey likes hockey a lot, and I love. Hockey, <laughs> so. Actually, I, never mind. Sorry, Paige. I'm going with Trey again. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no ball in hockey, though. <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> no, no, I'm just being funny. Um, okay, uh, who would you? <laughs> I don't even know why I wrote this down. Who would you go to an opera with? Well, scratch opera. Uh, who would you go to a concert with? A concert with? Oh man, I probably just want to go with all of them. You know, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's kind of a cop out answer. We haven't said Mike yet. I'll go with Mike. Mike. So I feel like he's got some. He has to say. Yeah, he's got some, and he's got like weird taste and just. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like he's he would. See like avant garde, like. <laughs> like who knows what we go see? Something weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and to kind of to touch back on you know being a quote unquote fish OG, um, as as our friends have described you, I want to hear some of the the stories from the obviously the ones that you're comfortable with with sharing mm -hmm. <laughs> but some of your <laughs> stories or like favorite memories from tours over the year hold on I've, i'm such a horrible host how many shows have you seen 71 71 okay so yeah the what, what's kind of funny is i'm not even like a huge fan but i've seen string cheese 74 times oh. but but i just <laughs> wow. love fish but like Fish decided to break up when mm -hmm. I went to college and had lots of free time to go see shows. And then <laughs> like Fish decided to time. get back together when I joined the real world and had to start working. You know, so, and plus, Fish doesn't come close to Oklahoma, so I was going to travel. They did once. <laughs> they did once. Everybody keeps telling me they're doing it again, but I don't see it. So, Oh, like with uh, rumors of this tour? Oh, yeah, dude. And the I hate tour rumors, but yeah, like Dude, people send them to, to me. Like, oh man, fish is playing at the zoo, and I'm like, I went to fish.com and clicked tours, and there was nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, dude, the tour rumors get out of hand, and they get out of hand quick. I remember even whenever they were, you know, that some was that 2012 that they did, yeah, Oklahoma City. I remember uh, I was in college and I was working at a liquor store, and someone came in and they were like, "Dude, fish is playing the zoo." My my cousin works there, and like they told me and everything. And I'm like, "There's no fucking way, no way, yeah, no fucking way." <laughs> and then, granted, a month later they release it, and it's like Zoo Amphitheater. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "This is yeah. gonna be crazy." And then we got you know a greatest hits album. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> whatever. That was fun though. That, I that was a fun it, day for me, <laughs> dude. It was the best. And then right after was dicks so it's like yeah all your homies yeah, are like it. here at a hometown show and then you're taking a road trip the next day that was awesome see we did st louis the night before so we got like five shows in six days it's great oh shit this was this had to have been that same year right yeah it was it was 2012 right and they did it's they played that like the st louis show was a crazy show i got like 11 first timers Played peaches and regalia into the curtain or something like that, like into mound and like Frankie says and like all this like crazy stuff. It's so Dude, awesome. And I remember being at that show, but I don't. It's one of those ones I where I don't remember any highlights. Yeah, it, they, they didn't like jam really at all. They played yim, but other than that, everything's like real quick. But it's just like a real crazy set list. 
and the venue was like kind of weird too, right? It was outdoor, it's, but like all of the seats. No, seat, this was, there was, it was at the Trifets Arena. So this is where, where the. Oh, we're probably talking about different years then. Yeah, um, yeah. This one was 2012. Okay, gotcha. Dude, yeah. yeah. See, my memory is so. It's dude. It's hard. Like starts like all running together. You know. I know. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that was this time. It's like, no, not at all. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, to get back to get back to it, uh, yeah. some of your favorite, you know, memories from seeing oh, yeah. fish. Sure, uh, I've got a ton, but let's see. Okay, I'll start with I'll start with a quick story. So, this was in two thousand and three, and we're in Miami. Uh, it was just me and Leonard went because, like, all our other friends wanted to go see string cheese in Chicago, and I was like. Fuck that, I'm going to fish, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so me and Leonard went by ourselves. And then uh, just a side note of that is I guess String Cheese played like Give Up the Funk, you know, P-Funk. And the same oh. night, P-Funk came out and played with Fish. So everybody's like, oh my God, String Cheese played P-Funk. And I was like, I saw George Clinton and Bernie Morrell, <laughs> actually. So whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so we were, um, we were taking the bus back to... Uh, this was on the 30th so it's the night before new year's eve and we're taking the bus back to our hotel and like you know like i was 19 i think yeah 19 and uh like sit down on the bus and the bus is packed so i just sit down and i'm sitting right across from like this homeless guy you know and he's just gross and big old dirt and nasty all that stuff <laughs> sure and you know what i'm talking about <laughs> but anyway and so or did he just we come from the show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, but <laughs> no. So all of a sudden he just starts talking to me about how he was born in a test tube and didn't actually have a mother and a father. And he was concocted in a lab <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say to this guy. You know, what do you say? Yeah. So I just kind of looked at him and was like, um, and anyway, like I said, this is just a short story. And so anyway, it ended up with, I don't even remember like how it all kind of resolved, but the bus driver kicked him off the bus and made him leave. Oh. It's like, oh, thank God. So anyway, so that was the time I met a test tube baby. Uh, Weird. I don't know if I've ever met a test tube baby. You know, I'm pretty sure it's a first. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and then like I said, that was just, and then quick story, uh, we were in Alpine Valley and I was driving up there and we've driven from Oklahoma. So, you know, it's like 13 hours, whatever it is. Yeah. And like, have you been to Alpine Valley? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you like go in, there's like, like you pull in and then there's like kind of like a mile where you drive before you get to like the lot. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? It's like nothing. Yeah. And so we're yeah. like in this part where there's like kind of nothing and you can tell these dudes are going to the show, but so they're hitchhiking. And I'm like, yeah, man, we're going to the show. Just hop in. I shit you not like a minute, maybe two minutes after they get in my car, the timing belt goes out and all of a sudden my car just starts smoking. Oh. There's got the smoke coming up. Like, you know, like, what am I going to do? So these poor hitchhikers are like, uh, like, is it cool if we get out? <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever. Man. Yeah. Like, You've only been in okay. here for two minutes. <laughs> and you know them. They're just like, what the hell? And so anyway, so I ended up, you know, I was with, you know, I was 
a friend of mine, next girlfriend at the time. And so they're just like, don't know what to do. So I just, I was like, just go to the show. So I just grabbed my tickets and my handle of Jack Daniels left my car on the side of the road <laughs> and walked to the lot. They actually got to make some decisions. It. Yeah. And so it was, you know, we're at Alpine. And so after the show, I'm like, well, I guess there's really nothing I can do with my car. How are we going to get there? We ended up meeting these people and I, was, I can't do a Wisconsin accent. I could be great. <laughs> but so her name was Jocelyn from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Oh god. That's like scripted. And if you could hear her talk and her like Milwaukee, you know, talk anyway. Yeah. And she was either friends with a guy or something who owned a bar and had a party bus and invited us to drive us back to Milwaukee where we were staying in their party bus and then go party with them at the bar. So, hell yeah. Wicked. So we did that. And that was the first night. So we go back the second night. By now they have towed my car. Um, which which was fine because i was gonna have to tow it anyway right so anyways we went to the second night and by then we had you know been able to like figure out a ride so got back and i like i say ended up it blew out the engine i wasn't able to get back to oklahoma for like another week or something like that oh dude (laughs) yeah we were but we had fun in wisconsin you know in milwaukee yeah uh let's see and then one last story i don't bore you too much Uh, that's what this is about man (laughs) uh this one's recent this is arkansas this year okay and i'm just going to kind of give you my whole tale because it was crazy so so me and knox and a couple other people drive up there and we're taking my car and i'm not staying with them i'm going to stay with leonard okay um and i and you know it's like whatever i'll just meet you after the show we'll figure it out so I'm going down to get something out of my car and manage to lock the keys in the trunk. Ah, and this is this is at the hotel. So we like so we we made it to Arkansas. So we're there. We're at the hotel, and I'm like, you know, shit. Like I just locked my keys in my car. What are we gonna do? So and they're in the whatever. trunk. They're in the trunk. That's a so, whole nother level. Yeah. And anyway, so I'm like, again, I'm like, whatever. I'm going to the show. I'll deal with it tomorrow. So we go to the show. And Knox and I are in the pit, like, all night long, you know, just having fun. And kind of, like, right before the encore, we're like, let's go back to the hill and, you know, go meet all our friends. So I get back there, and my best friend, I'm not going to say his name because he's going to be really embarrassed by this story. Okay. <laughs> An anonymous anyway, fish friend. And so, yeah. And so, I mean, whatever. For those who know me, I was the best man at his wedding. <laughs> you know, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. I haven't seen him the whole show and they're playing Santos and he is so drunk that he comes up to me, grabs me and was like, Santos, you know, just yelling and then just falls backwards. Just, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, so I like kind of help him up. And then his wife's standing over there and she, I've known her, like she lived what six houses down from me from sixth grade to whatever. So I've known her my whole life too. Anyway, and she looks at me and like I'm like, what the hell is wrong? And she goes, she goes, you can't leave me alone with him. Like, I need help. And I'm like, seriously, <laughs> like, okay, thinking whatever. So the show ends, and he's so drunk he can't even stand up. And the, and he's like six foot two or six foot one. I'm five seven, you know. So <laughs> I'm trying to pick this dude up and carry him. And so I have to like drag him up the hill. 
And then there's like these super steep stairs. And it's like, oh, oh God. God. You know, here we go. So somehow, and like, you got to see him walk. And oh, yeah. And I forgot to mention, he's got a steal your face shirt with the Brahms logo in the middle. With the Brahms and, logo? With the Brahms logo. And, <laughs> Dude, and so, you're going to have to tell me where to get one of those. Cause I don't know where. I told him I want one too. And he's like, my friend just made them. And anyway, for those of you. For those of you that are listening that are not in Oklahoma that don't know what Brahms is, yeah. it's like a it's like a fast food burger place slash grocery store, and it's all yeah. local, I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's the best. Brahms it's is the awesome. best. Yeah. The absolute best. I have to get one of those. <laughs> okay, continue. So, so he's in his steal your face Brahms shirt. He's sweating like profusely because it was so hot. Like, and I'm just carrying this guy, and he's wobbling, can't stand all this stuff. Well, we somehow managed to get down the stairs without falling, and I feel bad for the poor people below us because the whole time I was like, "Don't fucking fall, don't." Fucking, you know what I mean? Like you fall, you're on yeah. your own, bud. Yeah. So I get him down, and we get to the lot, and I'm like, "All right, we got outside. Thank God." In the meantime, let's remember that I locked my keys in my car. <laughs> Um, our other friend who drove them, he had left, um, you know, just kind of like whatever you guys will find a ride, I guess. So he wasn't there. So they didn't have a ride and he didn't have his phone because he left his phone in somebody else's car. So we were like, shit, what are we going to do? So I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get a ride while carrying this dude. And then he decides that he wants to hit some balloons. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, You're done. <laughs> however, suddenly I get, and this is my fault, suddenly I get this bright idea that maybe a balloon will actually help him out. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> no. Super wasted. Hey, maybe some nitrous will help. Yeah, it didn't. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it made it worse, but it definitely didn't help. But, but so we're sitting there doing that to appease him, you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, just to, you know, not whatever. Like I hit balloon too, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so we're sitting there doing that. And there's, if you look like 10 feet kind of down, there's, you know, those big steel sewer covers. Sure. Yeah. Like you look them up and you go in the sewer. All of a sudden I kind of hear it moving. It moves over and this dude pops up and he's, he's who I out of the it. Sewer the sewer work. Yeah. And it's, he's got like these nasty treads and like his shirts off and he's crawling through the sewer. And so he goes down. So it's like this, like here's a sewer and there's like an embankment and he keeps like going down there and going, to the sewer, coming back up. And there's, um, I don't, I don't know what his Instagram is, but my friend Dick had videotaped it. And has it on Instagram. You'll have if you ask one of them, I'm sure he can find out. <laughs> yeah, we need to find it. Anyway, and so so I'm tr- dealing with this guy, you know, sucking down his balloon, can't even think. Sewer looks popping up out of nowhere, and I'm like, shit, how are we gonna get home? And then I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna go stay with Leonard anyway. So we start trying to call them, trying to figure out what to do, and I happen to run into him in the parking lot. And we're like, and I'm like, I'm like, Kyle, I was like, I, I need some help, dude. Like, like, look where I'm going on. I was like, can Lydia, you know, can Lydia drive us? And so 
So she's like, yeah, yeah, we'll drive you. So after it, it took them a while, cause I think they like forgot where they parked. And so it took them like forever to find their car. Yeah. And I finally get my buddy to the corner where he's like, now at this point is like drunk passing out, you know? And I'm like pouring water on his face, like trying to wake him up. Yeah. So, like don't puke, don't puke. So, yeah. So far, <laughs> exactly. So finally Lydia pulls up we, and I have to like, you know, throw him in the car. And so we get him in the car and I'm sitting next to him and all of a sudden I see he's going to puke oh, and he starts going like this and he goes and starts throwing him inside of his shirt. And I, <laughs> and so I, I respect the effort. I mean, <laughs> at least try. And, like, and I'm sitting next to him. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know? So, so I'm reaching across trying to get the window down and I'm like jamming his head out the window. Out of the window. Ruin the Brom shirt, man. Where, yeah, dude. Like, I wonder if he threw the Brom shirt away because it is covered in bomb. <laughs> Boy, like, like covered. <laughs> Damn it. So, and like all over the car, you know, and all that. Uh, stuff. And it, this is Lydia's car. Yes, and of course, Lydia's <sighs> famous last words were "Don't puke in my car," and <laughs> he did. <laughs> Damn it. So, so we get back to the hotel. Open the door, dude falls out. I have to carry, you know, like carry him through the hotel and all that stuff, get him back in. Anyway, so so the best part, and I just learned this recently. So he did pay like Venmo, you know, Lydia Cash to get her car detailed or whatever. Like a month later, she just sold her car and bought the car. She's <laughs> like, fuck it, dude. <laughs> Not dealing with this. I saw her the other day and she was, I was like, you sold your car. <laughs> it's like, I can't do it. Uh, anyway, so that was Fish, Arkansas. That was. Dude, <laughs> that's one of those nights, man. And it makes sense because, like, that's opening night of tour. Everybody's super opening excited. Night, like, it, like, it was just so hot. And so, well, then the best part is he tried to tell everybody, and still to this day he will. He'd be like, he'd be like, oh, we had a couple beers. I'm like, fuck, you did. A couple <laughs> dozen. Like, yeah. Knox like, Knox said she saw him chugging a margarita. <laughs> hey, man, I've been – There's there's a picture of me – um i forget where this is i want to say it's deer creek and i forget what year maybe 2011 but this was one of those shows for me to where we had like a handle of like captain morgan or something between like four or five of us and i'm just like it's it's like 2 p.m and we're like pre-game and everybody's like you know cooking and shit and i'm just i'm doing nothing but captain morgan just boom boom Having boom much yeah <laughs> passed out before the show they wake me up to go to the show and i'm still just like i'm like looking through people like i'm yeah. that like the eyes are glassed gone don't really know what's yeah going on. gone and i like we get into the show and obviously like my friends are like taking pictures of me and stuff because i'm not being like crazy i haven't thrown up at this point and i'm just like on the lawn and i'm like lean back and like being, you know, like, you know, everybody thinks that they're a comedian whenever they're like super oh, yeah. wasted. So I'm like of sitting course. there holding court, <laughs> thinking I'm the funniest dude ever. It's probably just gibberish. And there's so many pictures of me just like looking at the camera, like, <laughs> and then sec as the suit, the second that set the second set started, I like wake up because I'm taking a nap during set break, wake up and go to like the side like where there's a fence yak in one of the trash cans oh, and no. look up and there's a <laughs> cop standing there 
and I'm just like holding on to the trash can. I'm like looking at him, and he's like, "You good?" And I go, "Yes, sir." And just yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am, and I will see you never, dude. So oh, I know what it's man. like to be that guy. I've been that guy, man. It's yeah. uh, if you haven't been I that guy, not, you're not living. <laughs> I don't know. I think like I've always, I always come like think I compose myself pretty well. You know, who knows if that's really true or not? <laughs> I'll tell you who knows. Your friends. <laughs> Ask them. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna listen to this and be like, "You liar!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's happened to the best of us, man. Right. Um, but now it's it's kind of fun to like. It, I've seen fish sober. I've seen fish fucked up. Yeah. Um, and it's it, seeing fish sober is kind of right. underrated. Yeah, really it's, it's like I quit over this last summer. Like I I quit doing like drinking and everything and start eating healthy and all that stuff. And so yeah. we went to. Yeah, we did uh, Arkansas and then Dick's and then the Phoenix show was like the first beer that I had and I only had like two, you know, and I'm like, man, like I just did five, right? Five fish shows sober. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is. And that's like, I did did 2015 Dick's sober too. And that's one of the things like going back to, you know, jumping up the jumping off point of like being a purist, like if you can't see fish sober like if you're going there to do molly or acid or whatever and the the band is just like an enhancement to like your yeah, trip you just want like, to do drugs <laughs> yeah yeah you just want to do, you're just partying like you're not here for yeah. to see fish it, this could be That's any band so yeah. we're also purists together in that sense exactly i like it but like, I, like I, I just heard that term the other day i was like okay i guess i can go with that yeah <laughs> you're <laughs> it man um, one last thing before we wrap, this is a new, new question. It's kind of, kind of along the lines of the same thing of, you know, what is your favorite jam, but like, what is your favorite, not era of fish? We're not talking 1.0, 2.0. What is your favorite year of fish? Yeah. Okay. Uh, before I answer this, so I'll, I don't know if anybody's told you this. So I listen to how I listen to fish is probably a little bit different than most people do. Okay. I listen to I listen to tours. So like right now, I'm right now I'm listening to 2012 summer. I'm on like the 23rd show. Okay. And so and that's how I do it. And so like I'll listen to the whole tour and then when I'm done, I'll listen to another tour and that's kind of how I do it. So and at this point, I've listened to every fish show from like 93 to now. Gotcha. Uh so anyway, so my point with that being is I've listened to it all. Uh like everybody says, you know, fall ninety-seven. It's just the best. That's um, great. You know, and I feel like, and that's probably my favorite too. Cause like I said, I, that, you know, that's when it gets kind of that mix between the funk and all, you know, all the psychedelia and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't listened to summer 93, it's so good. And like, there's not like all these monster jams, but it's just like the way they play and it's kind of in and out everything. And that's the summer 2012 I'm listening to kind of reminds me of that, but yeah. Oh, summer really? 93. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not on that level, but like, there's not a whole lot of big jams, but there'll be like, you know, like say, I was listening to this twist the other day and it's like eight minutes long, like goes into this really weird, crazy thing for a little bit before it goes out. And then it goes into like this Piper that's only like 10 minutes long, but goes into this real crazy little thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. And so that's kind of how it is. There's a lot of songs, but they're a little 
parts within the songs that are just so good and then they kind of add up into a whole show or the shows are just great but yeah dude i agree with you man it's it's one of those things like the the nine the early it, anything po or pre 94 really you're not getting yeah. you're not getting you know type two jams per se like exactly. you're not gonna find yes. any like 18 minute song but i'm with you like my one of my favorite eras is spring 93 yeah and it's dude it's yeah, those shows are good and it's hard to it's not hard to describe but it's almost like i, I think it speaks to you know that type of music that we we're talking about like whether it's like metal or just like even like rock mm -hmm. just like hard rock yeah. in general like whether it's like mike's tone or just like how aggressively they're playing they're so like and, the, and they're still like early in their career yeah. like they're finding that like groove in that pocket i think trish shreds a lot more kind oh of, so know, much like, more like the energy shred now like yeah I know, like, I, that doesn't mean i don't love his guitar playing and what he does because in a lot of ways i think fish is great you know like better now but trey doesn't shred like that it's a different type yeah it's yeah exactly not yeah, comparable yeah. And, and like back in like 93 like they're still proving something like you yeah, know they're exactly. they're playing like their life depends on it they're like okay yeah, I mean, we've got like, enough steam like just wrote rift you know and are like yeah. playing all that stuff and Dude, yeah, the '93 era. Uh, if anybody that's listening isn't familiar with Spring or Summer '93, yeah, listen to it. It's great. Do yourself a favor, and if you don't got time, I feel like I'm like I'm on the board of directors for Fish Just Jams app. But like, <laughs> if you don't got the time, I, just go to the Fish Just Jams app and click on. Yeah, I'm excited to look it up. Yeah, click on Machine Gun Tray and then click on '93, and boom, you'll hear some fucking rippers, dude. I can't believe I didn't know about that. That's crazy. I'm excited Dude, about I, it. <laughs> yeah, no, I found out about it this week and I like texted, wow. you know, everyone. I was like, have you guys heard about this? Like, and just like the fact that you can, it, I can tell that it took so much time because of how many categories and shit that there mm -hmm. are. I'm like, dude, this is dope. And there, a lot of them are audience recordings, obviously. Um, but if the quality doesn't bother you, it's, yeah. it's worth the download and it's free. So there you go. There's my plug for them. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I, like, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Promote our shit. Dude, unless you have anything else, um, thanks for, you know, taking the time and being on the show. Yeah. I know it's Friday. and Oh, your birthday is, is your birthday today it's, or tomorrow? It's it's actually on Sunday, but okay. we're, uh, we're going to go have a couple of drinks with some friends tomorrow and stuff. So it's tied up tomorrow and then. Nice. Yeah. Well, dude, enjoy your birthday. Thanks for taking the time. I'm glad we finally got to, you know, sit down and talk. We know each other now. Yeah, so man, for whenever, sure. Whenever we see each other at some shows, um, we'll have this as a jumping off point, yeah, man. Maybe they'll announce summer tour one day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, any day now. They just yeah, announced um, tab shows, like three or four yeah, of them. I saw them. that. And we were actually, because my girlfriend's never been to Red Rocks and really wants to go to Red Rocks. Dude, I haven't either. Like, yeah, let's go to tab, but we're going to... Uh, uh we're going to florida for like a week and just kind of bad timing yeah yeah life happens sometimes like that it does. Shit. yeah my, my other my other vacation <laughs> <laughs> so. right on man well thank you so much for taking the time again and you know being on the show and i'll see you at a show soon yeah man for sure it's been fun talking to you yeah you too man thanks pugs <laughs>